It's a trap, you walked right into the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, used to be ruled by force And no matter who it is, they'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an you From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the same in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well, I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper control That's a bone cut the boy <laughs> And we're back with another episode of Bones and Tubs uh, We're here with you on this Wednesday afternoon to get everything you want to hear more. And as you heard from that first bit there, uh, right now, um, presumably, uh, my podcasting partner is not here uh, because he caught the Rona, uh, allegedly. We don't know for sure yet. He went and got tested today, but he doesn't feel good. So if all you out there give... Gives us some thought energy towards him. He probably is editing. He probably edited this episode you're listening to right now, which means he's still alive. Hopefully, I just text him. So, so we'll I see, mean, hopefully, I need to be closer to this mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping he's he he should be he should be fine. He's a young, able-bodied man. He's not. He doesn't fit the demographic. You know, it being the the boomer doomer and all. You know, <laughs> so he i think he'll be okay but he is ailing right now so put some positive energy towards him i think he'll be all right but instead of my podcasting partner buzz today we have with us the doctor himself it's been a while yes it has been we've been wanting you back i've been wanting you back on the show for a while i'm busy i know you got that new job with your job and children yeah oh yeah mostly children children and i bet you they're just occupying large swaths of your time at this point yeah because basically one is on the peak of one just turned two, two, and the other one is seven months. Holy shit! I don't envy you. So, see that—that's the thing. I—I I, I love, like, granted, you know, me and Toby's are planning on having more, but I love the fact, like, uh, Jim, he's 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 eight years old now. You know, I my children like, have zero autonomy right now. Exactly. I can tell him, like, hey, go go upstairs and go do that. I don't want to see your face for a minute. Right. You know, or you know, if I do that, they cry. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> go, go, be out of my way. Like, yeah. go, I love my son, but you know, yeah, go, go, do something else that doesn't involve me. Okay, right. And then come back later. Tell me if you've learned anything yet. Uh, but uh, now nah, you know I like every phase of when kids kids are growing up. You know, but I do prefer the autonomy phase myself. Like, I like being able to lengthen the leash a little bit and like. <laughs> go do you or you can like go do stuff with them when they're a little older exactly like, go yeah. hiking or fishing or or you find, whatever yeah you or know? you find out like you have the same interest that they do you know right. or they're interested in things that you're interested in and that's cool i like right. that shit you know but now nah, we're here today we're just gonna ramble oh right here so. yeah well here's the thing it's not gonna be like a big this isn't this isn't gonna be a crazy because you know uh i mean we might get into something who knows who knows <laughs> but the rona the rona ain't got us down we're going to talk about the election because, you know, I want to pick your brain about this whole thing because, uh, you know, it's right around the corner. I've been right? trolling a lot of and people I, on Twitter. And lately, I feel so. like, yeah, I feel like I kind of want to like run scenarios. Right. Okay. And I feel like you're good. You're a good one to bounce scenarios off of. Okay. So just FYI, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if I mentioned in the show, I think it was last year or the year before, but um, I had a sign like. A couple of years ago in Ohio, we had a libertarian running for governor, right? Travis Irvine, Irvine, right? And I requested a yard sign back then, right? Right, me too. And heard nothing, heard nothing. I and had a then, guy drop one off of my house. Well, and that's the thing, yeah. He, they came in like it's like they came in the night, they put it up, and then they left, right? He tried to do that with me, but I was home at the time. He was trying to leave, and I was like. Who the hell is this? Now, apparently, the same people that run Travis Irvine's campaign are running Joe Jorgensen's campaign because the exact same thing happened to me again this time. Oh, I need to do it. Clandestinely, I looked out my window at night, mind you, and there was just a sign in my yard. Like some sort of libertarian Santa Claus showed up (laughs) and fucking put a sign in my yard, which is great. 
But because I get it, I'm probably at the bottom of the fucking list because the street that I live on is not like it gets no traction. Right. Right. I get like, me too. So I probably have less than a dozen fucking maybe maybe two dozen cars that go down my street on any given day. So they're probably looking at like Google Maps and like this motherfucker ain't got no traffic going past his past his house. I mean, like, <laughs> right. It's I mean, a waste well, of time. listen, though, I mean, he's probably like, he's only like one of like. 20 people that requested a sign in Preble County so fuck it you know we'll wait till the list builds up a little bit I need we'll, to request one we'll make a run out there well I'll tell you you might get it before the election you might because I definitely requested that thing back in like beginning of September and it took a month and a half for them to put it in my yard oh wow yeah you know libertarians aren't known for their organizational skills and I think that's the whole point of being a libertarian is that my neighbors are like this guy across the street from me has this giant Trump flag. Oh, with, man. It's a Trump Rambo flag. Oh, I've seen. Yeah. It's, yeah. Man, I've seen those too. Like. It's huge. It's gigantic. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, I, I was talking to uh, <laughs> I forget, Teen Wolf. I call him Teen Wolf. I was talking to Teen Wolf the other day, right? And we were, like, kind of spitballed back and forth the notion of, like, how many, like, and I hate using the whole Nazi thing, right? But, okay, so imagine, like, the demographics of, of Germany in the 1930s, right? There had to be, like, not everybody was just, like, full bre- full bore, like, like all the way in, up Hitler's ass, right? Right. There had to be people who were just, like... Man, fuck Adolf. Like, yeah, fuck him, but, like... My language. But this is about all we got going for us right now. Right. Like, we kind of just got to ride this one out. Like, even when, like... They didn't they, have a sign on their yard. Even when things started going bad... They were probably kind of like they didn't want to say that things had gone bad, so they like they had their pride, right? And they didn't want they didn't want to like sh- you know they wanted to say faced and say like, oh, uh, he's still doing good, you know. And I'm sure there were people that up up until the end, but and it's not to say that Trump is like Hitler because I don't think he is. But do you think in the Trump or the Trump area, people are Trump supporters, right? I'd say. What and and me and Team Wolf were kind of this. The debate was about how many people were just hardcore, like all the way believe in him, like in their heart of hearts they believe in him, right? And how many are like they just want to save face at this point because they know he's an idiot and like they don't want to admit they're wrong. You know what I mean? I think that's like, and I said I think a lot of them are like that. I think most of them are like that. They just don't want to be wrong. They don't want to be wrong. It's the same thing with the leftist. They do not want, they, and they, they, because here's the thing, and this is the worst part is, is like, it's something we've lost in this country is the ability to uh, win gracefully and lose gracefully, right? Because the thing is, is like, say hypothetically, uh, if, if they were willing to admit they were wrong, liberals would, 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 would rub it right in their face instead of being like, thank you for agreeing with me on something. Right. And, and like, welcome back to the fold. Welcome back to, to normalcy. No, they would like proceed to rub their face in their own shit and be like, you did this for four years. You and the fucking, same thing with the other side. You too. fucking piece. Of, exactly. And that's the problem is, is we've like, come to the point where like we've all chosen a side. Yeah. And we refuse to be wrong no matter what. And that's the thing. Well, not everybody, because here's well, the thing. If, most people. If, if you show me conflicting data. Okay, people who believe in the left-right paradigm. Exactly. Because if you show me conflicting data about a belief of mine, right, and say, well, the data doesn't uh, uh, support your belief, you know, of course I'm going to look at it myself. But if it c- comes out to be true, I am more than willing to eat eat, eat shoe, you know, eat, eat crow, if you will. Like, I'm willing to admit I was wrong. Eat crumb. Eat crumb. There you go. <laughs> I will eat all the crumb there is just so that people understand, like, like it's okay to amend your belief system based on the data that's coming in, right? Because it changes all the time. And you have to be able to amend that. There's some things that are always going to be what they are, right? Like, fuck child molesters. There is no data you're going to be able to bring to me to convince me that hey, man, they should not fucking roast. I have this paper here that... Is in support of child molesters. Yeah, and that's the thing. You're never going to... there. You could literally have a fucking thousand shows or a million shows on a million typewriters trying to write 
essays uh, convincing me that it's okay to be a Scientifically published. Yeah. Scientifically published, blue check marked people trying to convince me. And Not that's a, thing. a mountain of data. You could have a Mount Everest sized mountain of data to try to say that it's okay to be a pedophile. <laughs> And I'm never going. I'm not budging on that one. You know what I mean? Like, so it's not to say that there isn't things that are set in stone, but there are some things I feel like are more fluid, and they're you're able to like amend based on what you what your life experience and the things that are coming in. You know? Um, like all these people who are hardcore Trump supporters that stand with God, Jesus, but then like whenever Trump's over here, like raw dog and strippers, like it's no big deal. <laughs> Like that. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, it doesn't bother me. Here's the thing. Like, t- here, and here's the thing. I was uh, we were talking about. I said, okay, so you have the two groups that one group who is like hardcore all the way Trump train, and they believe in their heart and hearts like he is the fucking Messiah, right? Right. Okay. Those people, I try to avoid at all costs. There's some people like the Chad is one of those. I don't want to talk to them. You know the Chad. Yeah, I know. He's I don't, hardcore. There's no debating them. There's no talking. Oh, there's, no. There's no, there's no discourse I went to a them. bar with him last two weeks ago after Ooh, work. Wait. He asked me. I haven't seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, man. So Nothing then you, but. Then you have the people. Nothing but Trump. That are like, they know he's fucked. Or he's, he's messed up, right? Right. They know he's messed up, but they want to save face. And then you have the ones that are like, I hate everything about him. But I hate everything about the left more than I hate him. Right. And I also, and for whatever reason, those people don't want to vote third party. Right. There's a lot of those. They'll still vote. For, they'll, they're they're going to fucking, they will, they'll, they'll lick Trump's butt. There's a lot of those. Just to like, because they, they just, to, they like, like it's out of spite. They hate the left so much because what if, what it's come to represent at this point that they will vote for somebody they absolutely agree with in almost every way, simply because he's not them. Listen, I've been on the uh, fence <coughs> for a while. Yeah. About that. Exactly that, what you just talked about. Like, do I want to vote for Trump? Or do I want to, like, vote with my heart and vote for a third party? Well, see, and that's the thing. You know, like, I hate the left so much that... I, and that's Do I the, want to vote for Trump? But here's the thing, though. This is what you. This is this that's is the fence I'm on. And this is why I'm. This for is real. Why I'm. I'm trying to play these scenarios out. Right. This is what this episode is about. Is like, it's like, um, it's like the uh, holographic room on Star Trek: The Next Generation. Like we're playing out scenarios right now, trying to figure out like s- to swim through these waters before. Uh, was it November second or November third? I don't know. Whatever. I don't. One of those days. I'm not. I don't have a calendar in front of it's me. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. The Tuesday where we elect a first new, Tuesday, the first full week, a new uh, leader of the free world. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, here's the thing. Like I said in 2016, I I will openly admit I voted for Trump. I voted for Gary Johnson. One, I don't see, and it's like we're almost opposites now because I said. I don't. I didn't like Gary Johnson. I didn't either. I didn't think. I didn't take him seriously. So no. it's like, here's the thing: if 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 they had put someone up that I I actually liked in the libertarian sense of 2016, I probably would have voted f- for that person, right? But I didn't like Gary Johnson, and I really, really hate Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So I I I was like, you know what? I'm vo- I voted for Trump. And the thing is, I I told myself after that, I said, I will never compromise my beliefs again for this lesser of two evils nonsense. I voted for George Bush. What, in 20... What the second time. It would have been 2004? Yeah, 2004. Right before I went to Iraq. Yeah. The first time I voted for George Bush. And I regret like it. John Kerry. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I told myself, I was like, I'm never... But I also hated John Kerry, so... Yeah, I'm never voting for... They're both warmongers, so... The lesser of two evils again. I'm voting yeah. for the person that... if And if there isn't a person that I believe in, I'll just not vote at all, right? But the thing is, is that... And I said that, and now I've cut, it's come around, and I actually do... I mean, it's not that I agree with... Okay, if you, like, put all the candidates up against each other, right? Right. And you start checking off things that you like and you don't like... I'm not saying I'm 100% on with what Joe's got to offer, right? Jorgensen? Yeah. No, yeah, of course, not Joe Biden. But the thing is, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the I, fuck? Listen, no, I, hey, hey, no, listen, you no. You can't be 100%. I mean, there's no fucking. 
Now, but no way. if I agree with... There's with no unicorn one, out there for one, everyone. You know what the fu- messed up part is? Is like of the four candidates, because yes, there are four major candidates. That one guy who's a communist? Well, here's the thing about... Uh, we'll get I didn't him. even know about him until Listen, I got my absentee ballot the other we day. We will get to him in a minute. <laughs> we will get to him in a minute. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Joe Jorgensen <laughs> checks the most boxes that I like of all yeah, of them. Agreed, right? Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And, and I actually she think check? she's a generally... well. There are some things like when she produced a short list of people for the Supreme Court. Uh, one of the people on there was a, a regular on the on the Lolita Express, and that was Alan Dershowitz. Mm-hmm. And but then here's the thing: here's the thing is that this is another thing I like about her is people brought it to her attention like, "Hey, you just put a dude who was like rubbing elbows with Jeffrey Epstein and going to to uh, his his pedo island." And she's like, oh, and she immediately like struck him from the record. And like, he's not on the list now. Like, here's like, as far as I could go ahead and say, that's just an oversight. Like, you just kind of accidentally put him on there. And then when you figured out and when people brought it to your attention, like, screw this guy, you took him off of there. You know what I mean? How big was the list? Oh, it was a short list. 20 all, people? Was, uh, less than that. It was less than 10. Five. It was less than, it was like probably about 10, 12 people. So he wasn't like number one. No, no. He by was, any means. He was like, if, uh, if I remember correctly, when they're naming off the list, he was like number seven or eight. So not going to happen. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> so, and I could get why somehow he would end up on their list because he is a prolific, he, no matter, like, here's the thing. This, like, you can't disregard that he hung out with Jeffrey Epstein, but you have, he's a prolific lawyer who has served on, who knows law. And he's been working in law for a long time. So, like, that's how he probably ended up on that short list. Somebody's like, oh, Alan Dershowitz, because this dude, this dude has been in courtrooms. I mean, he helped get OJ off. Right. Right. I mean. So the dude knows law, you know, like, even if people go after him for the Epstein stuff, he might, he'll probably slip out of it because of how well he knows law. But anyways, so that's why I'm voting for Joe, right? Not voting for Trump because... I feel like he, one thing that I'm disappointed, I guess you could say I'm disappointed in on him on is uh, his whole continuing the whole wars of aggression. Yeah. He keeps claiming he's going to pull us out of Afghanistan and claiming this. He may have lowered troop numbers, but he's also increased drone bombings. Well, and see, here's which the doesn't thing. doesn't do anything for ending the war on aggression. That- it just takes the physical part of us having like boots on the ground gone, but now we're just bombing the shit out of them with drones. I've heard a lot doesn't of really change anything. leftists who actually want Trump to win. Why? Is this on that, uh, there's a very specific leftist empire page or yes, there's a very specific reason for this because there is a very, I don't know how much of a minority camp of, of leftists who believe that if Joe Biden wins, that it's going to set back their cause 20 years. Like, and when they say their cause, when I say their cause, and I say that, I mean, like, we're talking Marxist, leftist. Right, like real uh, leftist. Like real leftist, because because uh, uh, Biden and Kamala Harris, they're, they act progressive, right? They're but, trying to get them votes. But that's the thing, though. They Yeah, they're trying to get that young vote, but the thing is, they're neolibs just like, just like Hillary Clinton was. Like, they're not any different than anybody like Joe Biden has been in politics. What I think, what is it? 47, 47 years, 47 years. Okay. He is not progressive. Okay. Not this dude, this dude, I, I saw a good comparison to this. They said, um, J- Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are like, uh, people who, 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 uh, vote for them and believe in like BLM and stuff like that. Right. Are like the opposite equivalent of people who uh, have a thin blue line flag and a don't tread on me flag together. Like yeah, your, exactly. your whole, like you make no sense. Like, cause you have two people and I've talked about this on the show before, two people who are practitioners of uh, modern, like, well, you have one who is a drafter of modern criminal justice and the other, a practitioner of modern criminal justice. Mm-hmm. Right. Trying to say that they're all about like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. They're not when like they're part of the problem. You were part of the problem. Right. You did nothing <clears throat> like you haven't been I mean, here's the thing, like, even like these people are brain dead. Like Bernie Sanders and stuff like that. You have pictures of him getting arrested during civil rights riots back in the day and stuff like that, even though he's a sellout too. But at least he used to like uh, he at was, least actually do something for the cause that yeah. he acts like he's a part of. He was on the ground. You know, yeah. 
Well, like, and this brings me to uh, the fourth. Whenever candidate. Bernie Sanders was getting arrested, uh, Joe Biden was sending people to arrest him. Exactly. And that, Essentially. that, that brings me to the fourth. Like, when it comes to legitimacy, that brings me to the fourth candidate, uh, Howie Hawkins. <laughs> now, here's the thing about Howie Hawkins. I've never voted for him because I'm not, a, I'm not a socialist or a collectivist by any means. But I will say this about Howie Hawkins. This dude is probably, like, I'd say... I mean, in the grand scheme of things, the two most legitimate candidates are him and Joe Jorgensen. Because here's the thing. Yeah. Joe, representing libertarians, in essence, represents, uh, economically speaking, capitalism, right? And she's owned multiple, mo- several businesses that weren't, mind you, because you can't say Trump was the epitome of capitalism because that dude has been living off of government welfare his entire life. Right. So you can't really say that. Joe, on the other hand, had a PhD, and she's been she's she's been the CEO of multiple companies. Right? She understands how business works, and that brings me to the other how how legitimacy works. Brings me to Howie Hawkins, right? And Angela Walker. Hand Howie, Michonne. She looks like Michonne. Howie Hawkins, like worked for like uh, UPS for like fifteen years, right? And before that, he's been in trade unions his entire his entire adult life, right? He's retired from UPS in like 2004. Head of the head of the whatever union that oh, they're Teamsters. Yeah, they're Teamsters. They were when I worked there. I okay. worked there for three years. Let's say hypothetically they're Teamsters, right? <clears throat> this dude was at the forefront of of like union halls and like leadership his entire career, right? And he retires from that and then goes straight into working in the, internally in the Green Party. Like he's legit. He is a socialist. He's lived the life. He has yeah. lived the life. He knows it. He like, and that's the thing. Like, and I could give him respect because you know, of all the the things that I hate about socialism, the one thing I actually do like is unions. I think organized labor is actually smart. You know what I mean? But it's also <laughs> volu- It has to be voluntary, right? I don't know. I mean, they have a purpose, is what I'm getting at. Because the thing is, is like we can't. We can't just like I don't know. Okay. I feel like every union that I've been a part of screwed me. Okay, well, I mean, I see the point though. You see, you see what I mean though? Because here's the thing. Okay, at one of, point in time, for sure. Let's think about <clears throat> like um, I like to think of it in the sense like uh, I like uh, uh, what is it? American Tale, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have the like they come to America with promises of. St- you know, streets lined with cheese and Fifle goes west. Yeah, in both of in both of them, you have yeah. this example, right? Where you know it's it's this dream of America, and, and yada, they end yada, up yada. getting lost in the sewer. And guess what? The cats really rule everything, and they're in charge, and they play the mice against each other with these different factions, and make you think like that they have any control when it's really the cats who are doing it in the first place, right? You know what I mean? That's like to me. We and I'm. I know it's a children's movie, but you can't. Like I'm saying, is you when it comes to having a labor force, you can't have unfettered capitalism. There has to be limits. Yeah, or at least in the <laughs> sure. at least in the sense that like people are willing to group together and say, we are not going to supply labor unless you give us what we want. Right. That that makes sense to me. Otherwise, you got twelve year olds working in mines and shit like that. Like, right. Right. You I'm have, not a totally. I can't jump 100 percent on board with the anarcho-capitalist game. Exactly. I've, I've ran scenarios in my head like a million times. See, I'm the same way. Like, there's certain things that because the shit will end up like Blade Runner. That's what. We, <laughs> yeah. If we let the anarcho-capitalist like, if we let their vision of the world come to fruition, yeah, it'll be fucking great and super highly technological. But there'll also be rampant fucking androids killing people, and fucking the police will be run by corporations, and it's like, you, you, you know what I mean? Like, you, there'll be no public land for you to do anything on ever, mm-hmm. because as of right now, you can go to like a state national and that, park and that's a, a local park and those are all ran by government and here's the thing like if that was ran by private individuals they've done lease that shit off to and be that's farmed thing. or mined or something there is something there's to be some said people that would about but not everyone having spaces where people can go and not have to pay money you know what yeah. I mean? <clears throat> like I, I love people have brought up good examples of this before they said imagine if the concept of a library 
hadn't existed until now and somebody said we should have libraries where you could go and rent books there would be people be like this is a socialist marxist agenda and right exactly you know what i mean like there are things it's okay like i'm willing to I'm, I'll, I'll pump out some I'll, I'll shed some money if this is something we can have uh something together that we can have i'm all about paying taxes if it's something <clears throat> state or local yeah as, a, as long as we voted on it too, that's the other. Not thing. this federal taxes where they take our no, where they take our money and use it to go three thousand miles across the ocean to go bomb some dude who's like just minding his own damn business in his backyard. Yeah, over over the fact that like it wasn't even about him; it was about his government not using our money to buy or sell something. Right, that's the kind of taxation that is legitimately theft. Yeah, where they're stealing my money. To go overseas to corporate bomb a community for something that some other government did to our government. In reciprocation, which the thing is, it's not even like you're not killing the people who you're not, you're not even killing the people you're mad at. Right. You're killing what represents the people you're mad at. Yeah. As if like the people who get bombed are going to be mad at their government instead of you. You see what I mean? I'm sure people are going to be like, I'm a commie, but. Well, paying some taxes or something to like for a local it, park or local libraries and if it's voluntary yeah yeah that's totally if, cool. if you came together as community and voted on it i don't see it being a problem right that's how i've always said about when people come to me there's certain things like and i try to explain to them like sometimes you got to hit people with broad strokes to get their attention right it's like the other day i was talking to somebody and they came up to me and said do you really believe like like when you guys say on the show, like a cab and stuff like that, like you think all cops are bad. And I was like, here's what it is, bud. I was like, broad strokes. I was like saying a cab gets somebody's attention. Right. Right. I was like, it gets people asking questions. Right. And then if you could, if you could lure somebody in, you explain to them what you're really saying is you're not saying every individual cop is a evil person, but here's the problem is they work for an evil system, right? Totally, which yeah. inherently makes them bad. I was like, think about it. Not let's let's. I I love using movies. Let's say, for example, like uh, not every stormtrooper was bad, right? Right. But the organization they worked for was right. You could say the same thing in in any context. Like say, <laughs> like in World War Two, not every German soldier was bad, you know, but the government he was working for was right. Okay. So that's really what you're saying when you say ACAP, right? Like they're working for a corrupt system. Like, and if they understood that they were working for a correct si- corrupt system, they would either A, stop working for it, they consciously work for it, which makes them evil, or they unconsciously work for it, which makes them ignorant. So pick your poison on that one. There needs to be some reform. We all know that. Yeah. That we can't totally dismantle and that's what it. I'm, and that's the other part is I was like, painting <clears throat> broad strokes like that gets people's attention. Right, and it gets you. It gets them asking questions, and you're like, okay, so if you don't think all cops are bad, you just think that like they work for a bad system. What can you do? I'll tell you what you could. And you know what I mean. It opens right. up. A, it opens up avenues because conversation. Like, how about we get rid of no knock warrants, or how about we get rid of qualified immunity? You know what I mean. How about we we uh, reform our laws so that we're because and I, and then I, I I'll flip the I'll, I'll flip the script even further and say you know what's what really the problem is we're putting too much of a burden on the police we're telling them we're 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 we're, we're making them enforce laws that for what it, we really shouldn't have them enforcing in the first place all those victimless crimes exactly and the thing is we're putting them in situations right where bad things can happen for no for no good reason like right. why create that scenario in the first place when you could avoid it altogether if it's not against the law when, like when they go in and do no not warrants on a drug house yeah on a guy selling weed victim was crime and they go kick his door in and then a cop gets shot and you see it on the news like you police officer dies in drug raid like that and, and i tell tell people like that's the kind of criminal justice reform i'm yeah. talking about like how about we unburden the police, right? With yeah. all this extra stuff we've put on them. I still want someone there to be able to go like to my grandma's house and protect her if she calls them. Yeah. Because I can't be there all the time. Exactly. But I can't just run down and drop everything and go over to her house whenever she's got an issue. But the thing is, is that, uh, and and that's that's usually where I'll, where I'll get them. 
Like I'll get into that right. point, and then all of a sudden they're they're starting to like realize like I'm not crazy, and what I said wasn't crazy, right? It's the same thing with taxation is theft. I was like, it's a broad taxation stro- is theft. It's though. a broad stroke but- that gets attention, right? Because then I I, I explain myself. I say when I say taxation is theft, I'm not saying. Uh, uh, that we shouldn't have taxes. I'm saying income taxation without our uh, without our consent is theft, right? Yeah. Like uh, I'm I'm all about being able to. I want to be able to have stuff in my community that we can all go to, and I want to be able to support stuff in my community. And I want to be able, to, but I also want to be able to vote on these things. You know, right. I want to be able to have my hand in it and decide. And that's the thing. You've entered into a community, right? And you vote on something, even if you like say we want to build a new park and you don't want your money going to that, right? For whatever reason, right? right? And you vote against it, but it still gets voted in. You have entered into that community, right? You have decided to be a part of it. And unfortunately, your side didn't win this one, bud. So take an L and enjoy right. the park. I mean, I don't know. There's what else some things, I guess, you know, like that are for the better of the community. I think that. I sound like a socialist on. Now, you know what but, it is? That's, I mean, you're talking about classic, classical liberalism. Yeah. That's it. But then that's what you're talking about. Some of these like, hardcore about, people are going to call me a commie. You're not something. talking about collectivism. This isn't right. collectivism. Talking about uh, libraries and schools and public parks, that's, right. all, that's all covered in classic liberalism. That's not even... That's not even collectivists would say, I think all the labor... Uh, should be collected. All the healthcare, healthcare should be collected. That's a big no go. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, big huge capitalist on that. Yeah. Well, and it, it, that's that's a whole. I other mean, the free thing. market, man. You know, yeah. like the free market prevails, and that's the that's, if you let the it. free market isn't not going to provide us a place to go in the playground and play. Yeah, they're not going to create a playground for your children to go play Unless, in. Like you know what? No, you know what the free market's going to do? They're going to sell that shit. As I say, put a know, fucking condominium. You know there. what? You know what they do? You know what they do? They do. They, yeah, they will give you a place to play. It's called Kings Island. It's called fucking jumping jet. For that. It's called ju- exactly. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah, you have to pay for that. That's the thing. It's not. It's not something collective that we can all like go to and have fun and not be expected to pay something. Right. You know. Um let's move on i I wanted to talk about like scenarios right like if this person if this person wins if this person wins okay so if donald trump wins let's go with donald trump first okay let's say when donald trump wins do you so you think he's gonna win i think he's gonna win what do you think what do you think percentage wise like the likelihood of that happening is i think the percentage of him winning is pretty high i would say 70 percent 70 percent 70 40 70 that he'll win 70 30 Seven, yeah yeah okay okay so he wins what happens now <clears throat> what happens is it another four years of just endless cycles of chaos and and maelstrom by the left yeah over again yep god that's really you know i gotta it's be sad i'm really tired i'm tired of it yeah but that's what's gonna happen you know, Listen, he's done some decent things. I'm not going to say he's a total piece of shit. And the thing is, like I said before, there are leftists who want him to win because him winning continues their cause forward. But he hasn't done anything really like... And I've, I've said it once, I'll say it again. The left, win. the left is really good at making themselves the opposition. Right? The they're more- really good. They're bad. They're terrible at governing people. They're really good at being the rebellion. The opposition, right? Yeah. Like the the spur in the side of of, of whatever fucking uh, conservative stuff is going on. They they like being the opposition. They fit really well into that spot, right? They don't. They're not good at being the man. Listen, I'll tell you that right now. We, we did the episode with Ted Kaczynski. Mm-hmm. He lays it all out right there about leftist. Yeah, they're really good at being the opposition because they're really good at playing the victim. Mm-hmm. It's always someone else's fault. It's yeah. never their own fault. They have zero autonomy. Yeah. So they have to They're just group like, up and be collectivist with everything yeah. and just blame someone else for everything. I mean. Yeah. They're bad at governing though. That's the Oh thing. yeah, horrible. When they get when they get into power, they They have that's because they have no power in their own life. So and they, so they want to take control of everyone else's life. Mm. So you think Donald Trump's going to win? 
Yeah, and then I don't know what's going to happen. Because and then four years of four years of a fuck of a of a maelstrom. Basically. But what about the fact you know with all this mail in ballot stuff? Apparently, right now the mail in ballots are are pushing towards Biden. But I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, in the last election we saw the same exact thing happen. They're not supposed to be counting the mail in ballots yet, or at least in Ohio they don't. It's like um, it's like polls from people who have already mailed okay. in their ballot. Gotcha. They're polling them. And it's polling Joe Biden. Well, poll. correct me I guess if I'm you can poll. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that happened in 2016 as well. Yeah, they were silly. saying like, like I remember up until the election, like first of all, disregard all polls. Right? All night long, they were like, Hillary's going to win, and then about halfway through the night, they start crying and screaming because they know what's coming. Here's the thing, like their polls are wrong. Who are they polling? I haven't been asked. Uh, yeah, me neither. But here's are they going to suburbia in the middle of Columbus, Ohio, and polling all those left wing women and saying that they account for all of Ohio? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know that's what I feel like they're doing. I don't. I haven't seen a single person come out here to poll anybody. Right. But here's the thing: like, I'm not saying. I think you're probably right. It probably is going to be Donald Trump. Uh, and I think once again the polls are going to be proved gravely wrong. They're because <laughs> the thing is, like, they're all over the place. It's because a lot of it's divisive too. Because a lot of these polls that they're using are based off of even on the web are it, you gotta think of the traffic that are going to the websites that are using those polls in the first place you know what i mean it depends on who you're polling who's winning right but a lot of people are saying that joe biden's ahead but the thing you gotta ask yourself is who are they polling and the other thing you gotta ask yourself is is who who's voting for joe biden <laughs> doesn't it seem like like the like the biggest like like of all the field of candidates they could have chose from, right? you know who's voting for Joe Biden? Who? Those people who you talked about earlier, who refuse to change. They're just voting for the blue team, and that's it. Vote blue, no matter who. They're not voting for anyone other than a D, and it's only based on the fact that they have a D in the front of their name. Yeah, I saw something the other day. It could day. be anybody. You know what's crazy is like it's the cognitive dissonance and the mental gymnastics that people will go through to try to justify like his creepy behavior. Like I saw something the other day where this woman was trying to say that the reason that he like touches the children and smells them and stuff like that is because he had a child die, a daughter die. Oh, burning hell! Back in the day, and that's like he's just trying to connect to them. And it's like, listen, I don't, I don't have a daughter. I have a child. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've never like grabbed my child by the head like that and sniffed him or like grabbed like, and mind you, mind you. So, so one of two things is going on here. He's either a creep or he's senile and he's grabbing somebody else's kid like that. Cause that, for, that's the other part is, is like, if dude's got dementia, let's get real. <laughs> I mean, but here's the thing though. So I think that for real though, if when Trump gets reelected, that there's going to be mass chaos in the streets. Of course. It, like I and said. And they're going to riot even more than they rioted back in the spring and summer. It's it's going to be another four-year maelstrom of, of constant yeah. cycling. I've even heard uh, word that some of these leftist states like on the West Coast are even talking about like trying to secede and stuff. Oregon, Washington, California. Okay. I really like Oregon. It's a beautiful state. Well, you could always get your passport out and go over. You know? You're right. <laughs> Uh, but he, the thing is, is that, uh, let's say Joe Biden wins, right? I mean, as unlikely as that is, let's say he wins, right? I don't think, you know, I have to side with, uh, Bones kind of, I think he hit the nail on the head with this one. He said, it doesn't matter who wins the constant chaos and media cycles, the constant chaos and media cycles are going to continue regardless of who wins. What do you think they're going to be? Because he seems to believe that the whole this chaos is part of something much bigger. That's why I think they want Trump to win. And and the thing is, is that like when it comes to their ide- ideological Marxist revolution, right? That they have in their heads, their ideal is for Trump to win. Yeah, because it gives them more. That's exactly, it, my it gives them more field of the fire. But their worry is that if Biden wins, it's dead in the water. Their support, and that's the thing that their support. That they have, because you know, if Biden wins, there's going to be a fair majority of them that are just like, "Shut up, 
right? It's like oh, when yeah. it's like when Obama won. They, we had a ton of anti-war protesters through the Bush era, right? And then as soon as the yeah, you know, the wars didn't stop. No, when Obama but the complaining came in office, did. But the but the complaining about being at war did. Yeah, in fact, the war effort started getting stronger. We started bombing more countries. So we sent more troops over. The radicals, the radicals lose their portion of the proletariat on this one. You know what I mean? Like. They like because you know there's people out there that are just like you know they're nine to fivers like the rest of us. They just for whatever reason can't stand Trump. They're Democrats. It's what have you. They have their reasons, right? But none of them, most of them, aren't radical reasons. You know what I mean? Most of them like, are. I like Biden because he's not Trump. Let's get go. real. Hey, there you go. So you have those people, and if Biden wins, those people are just going to go back to their lives. Yep, they're going to go back to 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 being part of civilized society, right? But if Trump wins, they're they, they might they might be radicalized. You take Trump half wins. of that number, they might go ahead and radicalize all the way yeah. and push through, right? Because and, and, and that's why I think the whole plan the entire time has been for Trump to win. Honestly, I mean, the thing is, like, if considering they put possibly the worst candidate, the in worst this climate, the two worst. Yeah, you put two people together. Not Joe only, Biden, who's been a lame duck his entire political career. Exactly. Who's who, done nothing but stuff his pockets who, who, with foreign money. Yeah, who's been in politics for 47 years and says that he can fix this. And then right? Kamala Harris. Who, I mean, for lack of she better She was like terms, the worst one in the whole Democratic primary debate. She is responsible amongst all the candidates. She is more responsible than any other besides Joe Biden. Like I'd say, if you let, if you go down a list of nobody even liked her president nominees and vice president nominees, and you list them by how many black people they've put behind bars, uh, Joe Biden would be number one, obviously, because he, he fought, he, he drafted those things and then she would be right behind him. Right. I think uh, what's going to happen is that, uh, Trump's going to get reelected and he's going to help usher in this new world order. You know, you, you, there's other people that kind of... and that's He's already pushing this vaccine. Here's the thing that, like... You know who else is pushing the vaccine? I've been listening to a lot of Alex Jones lately just mm-hmm. because um, I feel like you should always listen to your opposition. Yeah. And I feel like he's a deep state troll. Uh, he's he's something. I've Dude, said it before. been like... The other day, he equated uh, um, anarcho-capitalist to communist. Okay, then. Okay, Okay, Mr. Bare-Chested Chili Man. Right. Know. He went on this huge rant about anarcho-capitalists being anarchist and, co- and communist. Like, it's in the name, you fool. But then, at the same time, he's always talking about this vaccine that Trump's pushing. We need to get this vaccine. You don't have to get it if you don't want to. I'm not going to take it. But, you know, if you want to get it, Trump's putting his vaccine out. Okay, even though, like, Alex Jones has spent... Exa- how many years has he spent? Anti-vax has been, like, bread and butter his of his thing for... Forever. But now Trump's putting a vaccine out. It's totally safe. Okay, but here's the thing. So, with this whole, <laughs> either that, I, I mean, can't even deal with this anymore. Uh, here's here's the here's the problem is that uh, both I have, sides are screwed. I have a string of um, a mean streak of what the Germans refer to as Schadenfreude, right? Yeah. It's a, for lack of a better term, killjoy. But it doesn't. Don't think of it killjoy in the sense we use killjoy. Think of it in the sense I get joy out of other people's misery, right? And there is a select group of people amongst the Trump uh, posse, uh, the 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 QAnons. Oh yeah, those people I, are nuts. I don't like them, right? And <laughs> I want to see them try to somehow bend their way backwards out of if, say, hypothetically Trump loses, right? I want to see how they're going to not lose their ever-loving mind. Like, and if I hear one more of them say, trust the plan, if he loses, I'm going to go nuts. The plan is to put them in a FEMA camp. And that's the thing. Like, what if the plan, like, and I've said that before, what if the QAnon thing's real? But the thing is, like, I feel like we're, 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 we're narrowing in on the last stretch of this like run. Like 20 days or something. So if your plan is going to go into effect, you either assume he's already going to win or you're going to do it before the election. But the thing is, like, the way things are, I mean, I'm still putting it, like, you put it at 70-30. I'm going, I'm going 60-40. I think it's, I think, here's the thing. They're certain, like, they're polling, like, they're, they're, they, I'm not saying they've learned their lesson all the way, right? Right. But they're polling in places that are important. 
for the electoral college. Right. Uh, Can I pause this real quick? Yeah. Emily keeps calling me. Yeah, you're good. Hello? What's up? I'm at Jay's house. We're almost done, by the way. I'm at Jay's house. Not too much longer. Like I'd say, we could probably. I'm not in a rush. Uh, I'm not driving up here. Maybe about ten more minutes. That's about it. Just so about driving up here. That's why I'm doing. That's fine. Uh, you can. I'll call you whenever we're done. You can head up this way. But um, I still wish you could go home. Doing this podcast. Okay. Okay. I got you off your rant. Sorry. No, you're good. So, I believe I was saying 60-40, right? Because they're polling in certain places where uh, there's question marks, like North Carolina and stuff like that, where before it was bastions of, uh, uh, you know, Trump country and stuff like right, that. Right, right. They're kind of like, but then again, this could be an urban rule thing. You're, you're, you know, if it's like North Carolina, you're, <laughs> you're polling Raleigh-Durham, when you're not pulling, you know, uh, like Fayetteville or something like that. Right, like, exactly. So it's hard to say. I still think it might be a little bit closer than... They said something about today how, like, uh, Biden's, like, a few points ahead of Trump in Ohio or something. Like, here's the thing. I mean... I don't know about you, but I don't see hardly any Biden sides around these parts. Let's say hypothetically... Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that 90% of people that voted Trump in the last election don't have a sign up are still alive are digging. They're not, they haven't changed their mind in four years. Right. In fact, I would go on to say that the media has gone to prove Trump's point a little bit more than you think, considering the biases and stuff like that. Like I think, like I've said earlier, I mean, I was on the, I'm on the fence. Well, I don't think I'm quite on the fence anymore. I think I'm just going to go with Joe Jorgensen. Yeah. But how many people out there are, like, kind of weary about voting for Trump, but now since all this shit's been happening and craziness and all the lies, it's constant lies, lie after lie after lie. Yeah. They talk about Trump being colluding with Russia and come to find out it's like... That was all fake. Biden taking handouts. Mm -hmm. And then the whole, like, Trump withholding money from Ukraine and come to find out it was Biden who was withholding money from Ukraine. So let's let's think about like, like this. It's just lie after lie after lie. So let's say people hypo- are going to vote for Trump. Let's say hypothetically, ninety percent of the people that voted for him in the last election are planning on voting for him again, right? Right. Okay. They've dug their heels in. They ain't going Hard. nowhere, right? Because he's he's already proven their point ten times over by saying the media is biased against you. Uh, they're trying the cult the marx the cultural Marxists are trying to destroy the country, right? They are. And I mean, he's right. Okay. Yeah. So, not to say I'm that I like, regardless of whether a person's right doesn't mean I, I like them. Yeah, but <laughs> he's right though. He is right. So you have that. Let's say ten percent because of his behavior, and let's just say his behavior has been. He's a bore. He's just absolutely just terrible. He's just he's just a, a ignorant asshole. Right. Ten percent left because of that. That's a. I'd say that's a pretty big number, though. I, I I'm overshooting that one. I'd say it's probably more single digit. How the hell are you going to go from voting Trump to Biden? But the, uh, let's say let's say they jump ship to. Let's third, say they did. Let's say they jump ship to third party. Right? right. Then it wouldn't really matter. Or they did decide for whatever reason to go to Biden. Okay. I would say in the time in the last four years, I would say he's made up for that that hypothetical ten percent leaving him by collecting more people. Because here's the thing. Like, oh yeah. Think about it. Think like, about all the people that didn't vote who are now like voting. Anybody, like any African American worth their salt, between the two candidates, who, like if you, if you really know what you're talking about, right? 
which one are you picking? Like for real, we I mean we've talked about this over and over again on the show today. You, you ain't black if you don't vote for Biden. You got two people. Regardless, let's forget about the R and the D here. Let's represent just these individuals on their own basis, right? Right. <laughs> Who is responsible? More responsible for the sabotage of the African-American community in America, right? And who is actually, surprisingly, tried to do something about it? We have one who, like I said, has been in politics for 47 years, who, uh, you know, has had nothing to do with black unemployment going down. And you have another one who has been in politics for four years and has made, uh, before COVID, made the African-American unemployment rate at a historic low. And no- this is another thing. They keep saying that Trump's racist. Not only that. And they keep saying that he refuses to um, he has, disavow white supremacists. He has brought people from both sides of the aisle together uh, to talk about yeah. criminal justice reform and how that's an, an issue. He has pardoned people based, like personally pardoned people based on that notion that we need to address criminal justice reform Starting in this country. Like a Trump commercial. Especially amongst the African... I'm just saying. I understand. Like, I'm not... Like, you, we, we talked about this before. I'm not I'm not voting for him. But the thing is, like, if you're gonna... If you're gonna pick one of the two... Right. I mean... Then There's the, one option that's clearly better than the, the other. The choice is obvious. Right. Right? Like, the choice is obvious for, for, for somebody. So, And I think... That's where he's gonna. He's made up that let's say mythical hypothetical ten percent that he might have lost since the last election. Is I think amongst African Americans, his support has grown secretly. I think exponentially. In fact, I think so too. And I think they're about to get, secretly. They're about to get sh- some. They're about to get the shot shit shocked out of them. Yeah, I'll tell I think you that so. right now. But so coming to scenarios again, though, like I got to thinking, it's the perfect scenario. For chaos mm-hmm. or for the destruction, because if Trump gets reelected, there's obviously going to be chaos and riots in the street. Mm-hmm. But if um, Biden and Harris get elected, then they're going to go forward with trying to destroy everything that I'm going to tell you right now. Whether the it's, Constitution is well made of that's the thing. Whether it's this, so either way, it's the perfect. It's the perfect storm. Whether it happens in 2021... We're or whether, screwed either way. Whether it happens in 2025, I'm going to tell you one thing. Um, this is either the last time or the second to last time we're ever going to see the Electoral College. That's unfortunate. I'm going to make that... Well, here's the thing. But... I, here's the thing. And, and and hear me out on this. I'm not saying it doesn't have its place, right? But... Because here's the thing. If we get rid of it and just go straight, like, popular vote... Mob I don't rule. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that. Because the thing is, we have allowed ourselves to be... Everybody is sandwiched between New York and California, basically, right? The decisions of the elections are based solely like the poli- like the the people running for president would literally have to campaign in two states, California and, and New well, York. let's say three. Let's let's throw Texas out there. They campaign in three states. They could say, f- you know, screw the rest of us, right? And just campaign in those three. So I'm not for just the popular vote alone, but there is something to be said, and I think it needs to be looked into more. What some places are doing, and that's the ranked choice voting. I like that. That's what they used to do. Okay. Because the thing is, like, here's the thing. I would say if you did ranked choice in this country, this would open up avenues for libertarians and all sorts of... I think it would destroy the duopoly of this of the two-party system. Because if you had ranked choice, like, say hypothetically, you have ranked choice, right? And you're going to vote down the line from your most likely... The one you're voting for and the least likely... Like, the one you like the least, Right. That's how it works. So let's say my order is, uh, oddly enough, it would probably be uh, Jorgensen, then Trump, then Howie Hawkins, and then Biden, right? So, and say you vote for Trump and then Joe Jorgensen and then Biden and then Howie Hawkins, right? Right, right. So the way ranked choice works is is like they they put all they they accumulate these votes, right? And they, they basically it's not. The one necessarily well, it is the one who got the most votes of the most highest votes. So let's say hypothetically, people are like, "Oh, I've never vote for Trump." But so like basically, they would put either Trump last or Biden last for their choice, right? So really, what it would come down to is who got the most number two spots, either Jorgensen or Howie Hawkins, right? So it would compel. I feel like it would compel our politicians 
to seek out a broader spectrum of like people in order to be able to appeal to people, right? They wouldn't, they couldn't sequester themselves to their, their lonely quadrants of the political spectrum. They would have to be able to reach out and grab people from other sides of the spectrum in order to get higher up on the rank choice. I, I, I don't see a problem with it, honestly, because I get it. I get why people are pissed about the electoral college. Because the thing is, like, it, it gives uh, it, it thing. Like, I understand it. I, I took civics class. I get right. why we have it. But the thing is, is that, I mean, representationally speaking, we're like a state like Wyoming is grossly overrepresented, right? Right. Like grossly overrepresented by that system. Like, I get why we have it. I understand that. But but here's the thing: the whole point of this whole country was to find a more perfect union, right? To find the best way to do it, right? Yeah. And I don't necessarily know if the Electoral College is the best way to go anymore. I don't know. I mean, you're right. I mean, Wyoming is grossly overrepresented. I, and but I'm not just, the same I'm not token, just though, picking like, on Wyoming. I, it's, it's, it's a bigger problem than just others, one state. It, it's, it gets equal representation, though. And, and I get that. Like I, like I said, I took civic class. I yeah. get why we have it. Because the thing is, like I said, if the poli- like our candidates, like if we didn't have that, Trump, Biden, they would only have to campaign in three states. I mean, in my opinion, if we got rid of the Electoral College, we might as well just become our own separate states. Well, that's the thing. We wouldn't be like... There's no reason having United States. We wouldn't be represented. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we would... Like, you would literally... You would either have to w- take one or two choices. You 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 campaign in those three states, or you literally have to campaign your ass off in every other state in the union just to make up. And even then, you probably didn't make up for it. Right. You know, so... It wouldn't matter. I mean, take with it what you will. Yeah. I think that about wraps it up for the show. Um, hey, there's ways to get a hold of us. Uh, and since Bones is going to be home a lot here in the next week or so, probably. Bones text me back. You can you can hit us up. He's in the, still alive. So. That's good. You can hit up with those DMs uh, over on Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash Bones and Tubbs. Hit us up in the DMs. We'd like to hear from you. Uh, you can also hit us up on our Gmail for long form email, uh, Bones and Tubbs at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to secure patronage, uh, for us, you go over patreon.com forward slash bones and toes. We're also on Venmo, PayPal, and Cash App. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, JMY5 for doing the artwork for the show. He always does great work. Um, and we'd also like to thank Blood Brave for letting us use his music on the show. Uh, like I said before, uh, you know, you might want to do wellness checks on, on my podcasting partner, make sure he's good through the week. Um, he should, I, I assume, he's going to make a speedy recovery. Hopefully, uh, uh, I imagine he will. Hopefully, he's, he does Donald Trump. He is strong. Back in three days, he's strong like bull. Uh, but between now and then, you guys, you stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next time. We real, we love you. We really do. The thing about the bad thing about being honest, the straightforward, and doing that is, people know where you stand, and they take try to take advantage of you. They take advantage of your good nature. They take advantage of the fact that they know that you're a good guy, you are a straight shooter, and that you're not going to retaliate on them when they fuck you. Well, folks, most of the time I believe that's probably true. But God built me to be here to prove to you that what you have been doing for God knows how many years is wrong. You picked on the wrong man. I'm not tough. You hear that? I'm not that strong. They rolled up in all black yeah. Windows have crashed yeah. Scoping out the scene Before they attack Had they on bad guys In most people's eyes Most trust them with their life Cause they got a badge and tie Gifted a position Give it to them by a system I set it all up To put the kids in the prison This is non-fiction Non-violence It's just listen They got a mission To imprison your mind and soul This ain't nothing new But we survival with soul That don't believe in ourselves But believe what we're told That we're all molded by a machine That gets in your dreams it can get in your gut and keep your self-esteem And I've been scolding and told who I should be But I'll never conform, I was born to be free It's a setup, I never let up From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause they're selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth It's a setup, I never let up 
from the cradle to the grave They got you in the cage, it's a setup So keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word that the mouth Giving numbers a verb, yeah, that's a fact Deny it if you want, but I'll do the math I face facts and understand how to overstand the plan With my mind intact, and I got more than a plan I got hope and belief, dreams and faith And know damn well, that's what they want to take It's a weapon, it's a weapon Fear is aggression and they plan it in our minds to the point we can't find A way out, a way in and anywhere you go you'll see A many men over there and everywhere They're armed and prepared to do whatever it takes They don't play fair, that's a jump out boys With the plastic toys draped in all black Ready to bring the noise A setup, and never let up From the cradle to the grave They got you in the cage, it's a setup So keep your head up And never let up From the cradle to the grave They got you in the cage It's a setup So keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt With every word at the mouth